cauldron always stirring. So grab a glass of wine and listen to the voices. Who knows what you will find? This is Cora's Cauldron on Cauldron FM. Blessings and welcome to Cora's Cauldron tonight. Tonight's show is going to be talking about several ways of connecting with your divine goddess. I chose this for the beginning of March because spring is just around the corner and we need to start acknowledging ourselves for the beautiful creatures that we are. Now I know that this show is really geared towards the female gender this time. However, you guys, all of you guys, can change some of this, all of this, to your fitting, how you want to see it, or how it works for you. Really, when you think about it, just because I'm using the word goddess does not mean that you do not call upon the goddess herself. So if you aren't comfortable with that, then just choose the god and change the phrasing. But it all still remains the same, that you need to take the time and take care of yourself. Before I get on with the show, I would like to ask if anyone knows anybody, even if it's yourself, who creates your own music that you would like to advertise on Core's Cauldron. If you do, can you please contact me at Cauldron FM or at Core's Cauldron on Facebook. I would be very grateful if you would really want me to advertise your music. Alright, so... Now this brings us to connecting with your goddess. We have 13 different ways tonight to talk about, and several of these have different viewpoints. And you guys, really, this is just going by um, what I feel, what my beliefs are. But this doesn't mean you have to hold it verbatim. You can change it up, you can do as you like, as long as you understand that it is about connecting with your inner true beauty connecting to the Divine Goddess herself and allowing her to flourish through you. Alright, so for us to um, start with the simple pleasures, what you guys need to do is create beauty. Bring beauty into your life. You can do this either by buying fresh flowers, and they can be um, fragrant if you like, and if they are fragrant, at least smell them daily or several times a day. Now, if you are allergic to flowers, then get yourself fake flowers, as long as it's something beautiful that brightens up the room that you're in. The other thing is to eat meals by candlelight. When you eat meals by candlelight, it brings in a seduction, and it's calming, it's relaxing. And did I mention seduction? (laughs) So even if you're alone, it just brings out the true beauty within you. And if you're with your spouse or significant other, then the more the better, because eating by candlelight is beautiful. It is very serene, and it's calming. And in this way, it just really sets the mood for you to be calm, collective, and enjoying yourself, allowing yourself to have this intimate moment, whether you're with someone or you're not. And the true goddess herself, she loves everything that is of beauty, of connection, and it's of seduction. So this is what you need to get back within you. 
The other thing is, is to wear your clothes or makeup to show off what you find beautiful about yourself. And this is even more so the case if it's rainy or it's a miserable day or you just feel miserable. Take a shower and put some makeup on, put some nice clothing on, do something that makes you feel beautiful. And if you're in a bad mood, this can also bring out the positive side that you have within you by just, you know, putting makeup on. It's very simple, I know. Or it could even be shaving your legs or um, changing up your deodorant or something that's so small, yet it makes you feel beautiful. And this is what you need to do no matter how bad the day may be or even how beautiful the day is. It just helps add more to who you are. Now you can also um, pretty much either buy fish, birds, cats, or dogs. What you want is a pet of some variety. And if, you're, if you can't have a pet of any variety, then get a picture of that type of pet that you would actually like to have. But having a pet around the house is a joy in itself, and it helps brighten up your life. And not only does it brighten up your life, but it brings love, unconditional love. That pet will love you forever. And by having the pet, you are also tapping into your divine goddess. No matter which way you look at this, by creating beauty, no matter what you do, you're accepting the divine goddess. Now the other thing that you can do is create a sacred living space. If you live alone, decorate your space in any way that speaks to your soul. And it says, hey guys, this is me. This is who I truly am. Whatever you want to do, just make it scream, this is me. You can enhance the color of your favorite um, room. If it's a bedroom or a bathroom, change the color. Enhance it. Do something. And then we possessions with, um, let's think, we have um, flower arrangements, we have crystal arrangements, whatever it is that you guys um, really love that speaks of who you are, that's a decorative item, put it somewhere where everybody can see it, where it's the first thing you notice, so when you walk into the room, it makes you feel wonderful. Whatever you do, make it a place that you love to come home to. And no, this does not require a lot of money to be spent either. And it doesn't really require anything other than your creativity and your imagination. So by using your creativity and your imagination, and yes, free of money. No money, guys. You don't need to go out and spend a lot of money. Unless you want to paint or something like that, and then that's a couple dollars or wherever the cost is for a paint can. So if you feel you do not have that much imagination or creativity, then just be patient with yourself. And then experiment. Give yourself some space for errors. Whatever you do, just sit there and relax and think, what is it that I want to do or how do I want to create this room that is just my room? And if it still doesn't come to you, then take a few days and meditate upon it. You'll be surprised on what you are capable of accomplishing once you set your mind to it. And if you live with someone, create a space that screams both of you. And it says, hey guys, this is who we are as a couple, but this is also who I am by adding something that is yours. And then by adding something that is theirs. So you need to create a space when you live with somebody 
that combines both of your energies and as well keeps them separate. It's really not that hard. Think about it. I'm going to use just a male and female perspective here. As a female, we love everything shiny. So if it's shiny and pretty, then we want it, correct? Males, on the other hand, they don't necessarily want shiny objects and pretty objects. They rather have a video game sitting on the floor where you rather have the coffee table having a crystal arrangement. They might want to have their computer in the living room, whereas you want it to be hidden and tucked away. Well, you have to compromise because men need their space as well, just as much as we need space. But when we live or are married with our significant others, we need to be able to create a space that is for both of us. Is it for him? Is it for you? Is it both of you? So when people walk into the house, they know that this is Jane Smith and Joe Smith's house, yet that Jane has her own space and Joe has his own space. And this is by connecting and reconnecting to the true essence of the two of you while you two are together, as well as accepting and honoring your individual oneness, your divine goddess, your divine God. It's, by ex it's really accepting everything, all the elements. But you have to remember to create a space that is for both of you and yet keep it separate. Now, even when you rearrange your house, you're bringing in new energy. You're changing the way that house feels. Just by moving a ottoman or a picture frame, something very simple, you can change the entire feel of the room. So you can also do this. You can add something, you can take away something, but just let it scream my personality. Hey guys, this is who I am. And if you live with someone, like I said earlier, make sure that you incorporate both of your personalities and yet keep it separate. Now the other thing is um, being creative. Being creative, you tap into your childlike instincts. You immediately feel happy, you want to run away, you want to rejoice, you want to pretty much dip your hand into finger paint and start painting. This is all normal and this is what we need to get back to. So by being creative, you can choose like uh, poetry, short stories, or journaling. That helps tap into your creativity. So does coloring. As crazy as it sounds, and some of you may be saying, Oh my God, I'm too old to color. No, you're not. Get yourself a coloring book. Get yourself some crowns and sit there and color. The other thing is you can do some um, collages. You can also sculpt. If you can write music or songs, write some music or songs or poetry. Um, you can also draw. Or if you're really creative, you can make like wreaths or special flower arrangements. You can also do needlepoints. You can learn woodworking or stenciling because that's tapping into the natural element as well. The other wonderful thing is uh, creating a garden. If you create a garden and care for that garden, that feeling is just, there's no words for that feeling. It's beyond amazing. You're calm, you're at home, you're one with Mother Earth herself, and you're also reconnecting again to the Divine Goddess. Now, above all of this, the one thing that you definitely want to do is you want to cook yourself a beautiful dinner. 
And this can be something as simple as your favorite dish may be hot dogs and french fries. Okay, that's your favorite dish. It's your favorite dish. If your favorite dish is fish and some wonderful vegetables, then let it be fish and wonderful vegetables. But make sure if you do live with somebody that you do incorporate them as well. But you create a meal that is really divine. And you enjoy that meal. You enjoy it by candlelight, soft music, anything that you can to reconnect with the divine goddess. Now by being creative, like I told you earlier, you are embracing your inner child. And this inner child needs to run free. It needs to bring you out of the... <laughs> the humdrum that you have been dealing with on a daily basis. Now, I know I probably rattled on for a while, and you guys may need a notepad by now, and that's a good possibility. However, I do have this on Keen. It is $3. Um, it's all written out. So if you are interested, and that is in U.S. dollars, you can come on over to Keen and you can get my um, my notes and my viewpoints. And like I said, it's only $3. But I do understand that you're probably wondering, wow, she's got a lot of viewpoints here. And I really do. So grab a pen, grab a paper, and start taking down notes if you want. And you can also re-listen or revisit this show at any other point. Alright, so <laughs> that was my rant. So I will continue. Um, now, oh, creating sacred moments. If you create a sacred moment, it's all about you. It's your special time. This can be something simple like tea, having tea, coffee, or any other beverage. Just sitting there. Or if you have a fireplace, enjoying it by a fireplace. Now for me, I prefer to take my tea or my coffee because I actually drink both. And sometimes I'll have other beverages, but I will usually take it and I go for a walk. And I, I live at the park, you know, so it's sort of like a woods. I wish the beach, but it's not. But I'll take my beverage and I go for a walk. It's my little, my, uh, my little meditation, I guess, for the day. But if you um, just create a, a drink of some sort, a tea, coffee, beverage, and then you... Do as I just said about going for a walk in the woods or going to the beach or whatever the case is. Whatever it is, create that moment for you. It can be um, a bath by candlelight and soft music playing in the background. There are so many ways to create your own sacred moments. Just allow yourself to let go and enjoy for one minute your own special moment. Now, like I said earlier, for me, I love when I have the time to make my own bath salts and fizzies for my own bath by candlelight. Yes, I do. I take a bath by candlelight often. I also enjoy taking midnight walks along the park, looking out onto the water and watching the waves roll against the moonlight. I know, it sounds a bit corny, but this is true. My husband works late nights, and sometimes I, when I'm not busy, <laughs> I get lonely. So I will take my midnight stroll, and I'll go to the park, and I watch the water. And then there are times I will just get up and make myself bath salts and fizzies. But these are my own sacred moments. This is what I love to do. So you need to create your own sacred moments. Now, the bigger whammy is enjoying nature. Guys, get outside. Reconnect. Touch the grass. Touch the flowers. Touch the earth. Breathe the air. Walk. Run. I don't care what you do, but get outside. Nature contains the magic of the goddess. 
The life in the grass, trees, and garden is sacred. The sounds of the wind, water, and trees rustling are open for invitation for meditation. And these sounds can really quiet all the sounds you've got going on in your mind. And in order to quiet the mind, this helps because it allows you to reach deeper inner intuitive voices that's actually within you. Yeah, I say that ten times without breathing. Can't help it. You know, when my train of thought keeps going, I just keep on talking. <laughs> and so, what you really need to do is get outside. Your intuitive voice is the one that you should be listening to. But we always get confused between the two. Is that our intuitive voice or is that our other subconscious telling us something else? So we have a hard time listening and believing because of this. So by getting outside, guys, outside, get out there, touch the grass, touch the trees. If you have a garden, it doesn't matter. Just get outside. And by doing this, it's an automatic connection to the divine goddess. There's no much, there's no more that you can actually do to get yourself into this space. Just get outside. And once you can do that, you can quiet your mind. Alright, <laughs> my rant on outside. Um, next, you can uh, take up spirituality by learning and reading books that reflect on this. When you are um, learning and reading spiritual books on subjects that can help you, it opens up doorways of your awareness and your perception. And this has also given you the experience of everything that you've been looking for by learning it, by doing it, and at times even creating some of this and not only do we need new insights we also have been reminded of wise and important things that we've already have known but we have forgotten about them so by rereading or going through a book it can be like an aha moment oh my god I, I knew this but I completely forgot about this and wow and it's sitting right here in this book all along and yet I have forgotten about that <laughs> so that in itself actually brings out your divine goddess. Alright, with that said guys, we're going to take a short little break and I'm going to play you a song by Blackmore's Night. And it is called Dandelion Wine and it's from her Ghost of the Rose CD. Now, remember that I do need some more suggestions with music because currently I'm just working with Blackmore's Night. But I would love if anyone else out there can just give me some suggestions, ideas, or send me your material that you would like to put onto the show. Alright, with that said, enjoy Dandelion Wine by Blackmore's Night. Till the moment you leave, I will 
you know, they dictate our life, whether or not that's your significant spouse, if it's um, a girlfriend, if it's a co-worker, uh, just a random friend or a stranger off the street. But we've lost our connection, so we now allow those people to dictate our life for us. And this isn't right. You guys have to find who you really are again and reconnect to the inner beauty that you hold. And in order to do that, it is by taking time for yourself, allowing yourself to shine through and seeing who you really are. Are you just the mother? Are you the uh, just the girlfriend, just the wife? Are you the just aspect? Or do you have something brilliant in you? Are you a beautiful writer, a beautiful painter? Do you grow flowers like no other? Your thumb is beyond green. Um, do you have a way of helping others by talking to them and helping them get out of their life, their messes? Are you just, you know, this special magical creature? Have you not found what your real true identity is? Do you not know what your real self is? These are the things that you have to find out. And by going into nature, by getting outside, you can find a lot out about who you truly are. So getting outside is very, very important. Okay, I promise I will not say it again. I promise, promise, promise. <laughs> it crossed my heart. So we will move, for, um, move forward here. Let's think. Um, listen. Listen to yourself. Listen and learn and accept what you hear, see, smell, taste, and feel. Yes, that is your intuition, guys. When you experience something new or even learn of something you have possibly forgotten about, then you need to live with this experience. And to live with this experience, you have to acknowledge this experience and grow from it. Now, I know that sometimes this can be hard. and um, Oh, this can really be hard. For instance, with air signs like uh, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, you guys are quick to grasp at points that other people bring up, um, but you really get yourself trapped in your own head, in your own mind, allowing whatever viewpoint it was of that other person to drive you completely insane. So, <laughs> that's just for an instance. Please don't yell at me after the show, but I'm just saying. With our airy signs, like Gemini or Libra, even Aquarius, you guys tend to get trapped in your own head, and you do not allow yourself to fully embrace some of the lessons that need to be learned. But this goes for all of us, not just for the air signs. All of us have the same problem, except we may look at it differently or work on it differently. There are um, a lot of different messages that we get during our daily life, and these messages need to be paid attention to as well. For instance, if you see, oh, good one here. This is what a couple of my clients have been coming back with, white feathers. They've been noticing white feathers everywhere. Um, I've had other clients noticing uh, yellow flowers and, you know, just like little things that are pretty much the starting of spring. Well, you need to acknowledge what that meant. For instance, the white feather. It's about your angels. Your angel is acknowledging you. They are telling you that they're here. They're embracing you. They're 
going to give you what you asked for. And that white feather was the validation for the angel to get to you. But what were you thinking at that moment you found the feather? What were you doing when you found that feather? This also has significance to it. And these are messages, messages that you need to figure out and you need to acknowledge them and then go with it and learn, learn from all of it. If um, you find numbers and you start noticing that numbers are everywhere, a certain number, I'm going to just, 11, 11 seems to be following me, so I'm just going to call that 11. Um, what were you doing when you saw that number. For instance, I noticed 1111 a few minutes ago because I'm currently recording the radio show, you know, <laughs> and um, at the break when I was playing you the music, I went into the kitchen and I saw the time was 1111 and I giggled and I was like, okay guys, I understand because 1111 is about your awakening. It's about what you really want, what you want to do with your life and where you're going to go with your life. Okay, obviously, I'm doing my radio show. I am on Keen, helping clients on a daily basis on Facebook, answering many questions and posting about a lot of different aspects, whether it's herbal healing, gemstone healing, Reiki, um, you name it. I have pretty much everything on my Facebook page. This is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And now when I see the 1111, I know that it's a validation for me to say, this is you, this is who you are, and you are on the right path. Well, you guys need to do the same. You need to look at your messages, your dreams, your signs, your symbols, and interpret it and figure out what it is they're trying to tell you, and then learn from them. And by doing this, you do also, again, connect to your divine goddess allowing her to flourish through you by accepting the meanings of life that are now being given to you. So with the meanings of life that we're always getting, our messages, our signs, symbols, um, the little stuff, the best thing that you could do is keep a journal. I keep three of them. Now it's up to you whether or not you want to keep three journals, just one journal, it doesn't matter. But journals are great for two reasons. First, they make you see, reflect, and become more aware of everything that's around you and also how it affects you. And then the journals help illuminate you and when you read back, you can actually envision what it was you were doing or what it is you smelled, felt, you name it. You can read back and do this and that illumination is, grows bigger and it's like a little light bulb that goes off saying, Oh, wow, this is what this meant. Oh, yeah, that's what that message meant. So now you're getting that. Now, for me, like I said, I have three journals. The reason I have three journals is because I'm a little detail-oriented. and <laughs> I nitpick at everything. But you know what? I'm a Virgo Scorpio, so I tend to um, nitpick at everything, and I, I have a lot of deep thoughts. And that's due to my Scorpio moon. I have very deep thoughts. So because of that, I have to have <laughs> three journals. So it's up to you. Do you want three journals or just one? It doesn't matter. However, my personal opinion, with the three, you have one for your dreams, you have a second for your day-to-day -day life, and a third for your meditation. 
and this is why I have three of them. So really, it's up to you. Do you want one just for your meditation? Do you want another for your day-to-day -day life? Do you want another for your dreams? Or can you do it all in one journal? You choose that, and then that's what you get. Above all others, you need to trust in your instincts when you're writing in your journal, when you're, you're writing the signs and the symbols that you're getting. I'm <clears throat> sorry, um, you know, me and Winter, we just don't get along. Winter and I seem to really hate each other, so I get sick, and that's what you keep hearing me when I have to um, clear my throat, just because, again, <laughs> I'm just getting over another little cold, you know. Come springtime, it'll be much better. But, so I apologize for that. And back to my rant. <laughs> Trust in your instincts. You were born with one advantage into this world. That is woman's intuition. Use it and be proud of it, guys. Your intuition will guide you. And never, ever, under any circumstances, I know, it's like talking to the brick here because God knows I do this. But, I am trying to tell you, <laughs> under no circumstances, should you deny your first instincts on any situation or hide your true feelings or suppress them so deep within you that you don't even know what it is that you felt? And again, like I said, I'm a culprit. I have done this mainly with family because I don't want to know what my family's thinking about me. I don't want to know what I'm feeling or what they are feeling or any of that. I really just don't want to know. So there can be times when you can suppress it. But in reality, you need to face what your instincts are telling you and not to deny that. Your other advantage, and this is a biggie, that is your woman's cycle. Your menstruation, that is a miracle in itself. And we are literally mysterious lunar creatures. Our consciousness, like the cycle of the moon, is in constant flux, guys. We <laughs> literally go with the moon. If she's a beautiful, bright, shiny moon, we're a beautiful, bright, shiny person. When a moon is a new moon and it's all dark and nasty, well, guess what comes out? Our dark and nasty bit. We follow the moon. And because of this, it reflects onto our own personality. Now, by charting your cycle, you can learn what your actual moon cycle is. You can do this by just keeping another journal and, and having it labeled as your moon journal. And then every single day, write down what your feelings were, what your thoughts were, what you're going through. Are you angry, happy, scared, in love, whatever. Then go over to your calendar and look and see where the moon phase is sitting and where the moon is sitting at. Is it an Aries moon? Is it a Pisces moon, a Virgo moon? Is it 2% full? Is it 99% full? These are significant factors, so track your cycle. And this is not specifically talking about your menstruation. I'm talking about your moods. Your menstruation as well will be tracked while you're doing this. It just all comes together and it flows very beautifully, trust me. So by tracking your instinct, by tracking what it is you're feeling, what it is you're going through, and of course your menstruation, you can follow the moon cycle. And this gives you another advantage. Here's your third advantage. Once you figure out what your cycle is, you really can manipulate the moon to work for you and not against you, but to work for you. 
Alright, so what? I'm a Scorpio moon, and now I'm faced with an Aries moon. Well, now that I know and have charted my cycles, I know whenever I have an Aries moon coming up that I will be nitpicking at everything. I will be filled with energy like you wouldn't believe. My mind won't be settled. I, I get all this, so I track it. And then I now know what to do with it. I know how to apply it. I actually, well, because I'm a Virgo, I sit there and I will decide what days I need to do stuff, like today for the radio show. Now, that's what I do. Not saying you guys have to do this, but I'm just giving you an insight on how I operate so you can kind of apply it to yourselves. Now, the other thing, which is really, um, really amazing, is... Women have more than just one cycle. When we ovulate, we automatically assume that our ovulation is with our menstruation because that is what we're taught, that we menstruate and we ovulate. And the menstruation comes from the egg releasing and that it didn't take hold and there's no child coming, so we now release, right? Did you know that you can actually have another ovulation offset of your menstruation? because it's going by the moon. Some women can ovulate two and possibly three times in one month cycle. I know, crazy. This is why you get some women who say, I didn't know I was pregnant. How could I have been a pregnant? I, <laughs> um, my menstruation was just a couple days ago. You know, it, it really doesn't matter. So by tracking the moon and by tracking your cycle, you can also track when your fertility cycle is. You can track all of how your inner workings are going just by following the phases of the moon. And here is your three advantages. You have your woman's intuition, which is then, again, controlled by the moon. Tracking your moon cycle, which then leads you into the creation of life because you can track your fertility cycle as well for the, those of us who may be struggling and, you know, for those of us that want to sustain from so we don't get pregnant again. But all of this leads to one thing, your divine goddess. Why are you here? What is your purpose? You are a beautiful woman who can create life. You can comfort others. And you need to share your beauty with others. But first you have to find yourself. So now find yourself. And you can do that by reconnecting to the divine goddess. So... Now, <laughs> the downside, but also a plus side, when we reconnect with who we are, there are times that we have to have um, like a periodic withdrawal, mainly so we can nurture and heal ourselves. And this is the perfect case because this is what you have to do. It is okay, guys. It really is okay to take a complete withdrawal from everybody and anybody that's in your life. Don't feel guilty about it. Don't get angry about it. Do what needs to be done so you can feel better about who you are. As women, we move with the cycle of the moon, which means we have a full moon phase, a waxing moon phase, a landing moon phase, and a new moon phase. And because of this, our emotions change with the cycles. And we have many, many cycles. So taking time when you feel the need to schedule or seclude yourself is perfectly okay. It is normal. 
Never feel you are ignoring those that are around you or feeling guilty that you are acting a certain way or, or that you need to embrace all of who you are or to accept every good or bad trait, blah, blah, blah. No, you need to reconnect with who you are so you can accept all your good and bad traits. So then you can actually take the time to explore all these emotions that you need to learn from. And don't worry about the fact that you need to become a hermit at a certain given time. Now, if you do become a hermit, you know, because it's okay, we can seclude back. Affirmations are a wonderful, wonderful way to bring positivity back into our life. As women, we all have the voice inside of us that yells at us that we, um, we're not doing something right, that we may not like something, or that we hate the way we look, or whatever the case is. This voice turns into our other half, and we have now become so used to hearing this, vo this voice that we start ignoring our own self. The thing is, by ignoring it, we have given in to its power, and we now allowed ourselves to give away our power. And this power is the Divine Goddess. She is the one sculpting you, and when you stop listening because it has become too painful, or you have just given up, you need to learn to love yourself again. No matter how you look, no matter how much you may weigh, no matter how ugly you feel your legs may look, it doesn't matter. Because in reality, you are beautiful, wonderful creatures. And you need to accept this. And I know, I'm ranting on you guys again. <laughs> you need to learn to accept yourself for who you are and how beautiful and how strong and how unique you are. Once you start telling yourself how special you really are, and then you start to really turn into your mind and body, you can lift your spirit up. And this is all through affirmations. You need to start telling yourself, I am beautiful, I am loved, I am one with the goddess, I am the goddess. Whatever affirmation it is that you want to say, that is what you need to do. Because by saying affirmations, you're bringing the love and light into you. And this will lift you up out of those, oh, well with me syndromes. I look horrible. I'm too fat. I am hated. Nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. I guess I'll go eat worms. <laughs> so, yes. The point is, yes, guys, I did just say that. Because you have to have fun with yourself and love what you're doing. Love who you are in order to get your mind, body, and spirit into a wholeness. Who cares if you're goofy and weird? God knows I'm goofy and weird and I absolutely love it. I have some friends tell me I'm too crazy for them. My energy is too sporadic for them. I am um, just <laughs> too much to handle. And I love it. That's who I am. If you don't like it, well, then I guess I won't be talking to you. See ya. That is the attitude you need. Don't change who you are to make other people happy. Learn to love yourself. Embrace yourself. And then those who want to be around you, they will be around you. But it's time to start accepting who you are and looking at yourself as a beautiful, wonderful, <laughs> amazing, miraculous creature that you are.
And finally, communicate, guys. Communicate and share your stories. We are women. We love to talk. We love to rant, yell, scream, cry, rejoice. This is who we are. And we need to share our feelings, our fears, our joys, our insecurities. And when we share them with other women, it's like a spiritual, magical experience that we can go through. Because other women, they are going through the same thing that we're going through. And they can understand. They accept it. They're embracing it. And we are happy because we're communicating. We're talking. And we love the fact that we found somebody who understands. So this is your final lesson, is to communicate, find the help, talk to people, go to groups, start social sites, join something. Just talk and talk and talk and talk until you can't talk anymore and you need to seclude yourself back. The bottom line is, it is time to rejoice in the divine goddess who is laying dormant within you. Embrace her and rejoice and enjoy your life. You can do anything that you set your mind to. You can create anything you set your mind to. Just know it, believe it, and do it. And this is how you can reconnect to your divine goddess. Alright, I promised I wouldn't keep on ranting and I so did this to you. Alright guys, this is pretty much the end of it. You have to reconnect, and I hope you enjoyed this radio show. I hope it wasn't too much, or my energy was too much for you, or I drove you absolutely, positively crazy. I just want you to know, you need to reconnect, and then how to reconnect. And like I said earlier, you can find me at Cora's Cauldron on Facebook. It's K-O-R-A-S-C-A. U-L-D-R-O-N-S at Facebook. You can also find me on Cauldron FM. You can find me as well at Keen. It's K-E-E-N dot com under Reverend Cora, spelt with a C, so R-E-V-C-O-R-A. And if you know anyone who would love to advertise their music on my radio show, please let me know. And I will love to put their music on the show. Alright guys, have a wonderful, magical night. I wish you a lot of love and light. And may the gods and goddesses protect and clear your path. And if you ever need anything, just come on over and visit me. Merry meet. Mary part and Mary meet again. I'm Emma and I like nothing more than sitting down and listening to Colgen FM. Colgen FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Yes, one take. <laughs>